Hey everybody, Big Mosh here. Just wanted to take a quick second to shout out Party Up's featured musical artist, Pixel Perfect. We want to thank them for letting us use the track Bonus Round in our intro and outro for the show. And if you like what you hear, make sure you head over to ReverbNation.com where you can actually find the debut album up for free download. On top of that, make sure you head over to Facebook.com slash PixelPerfect, spelled P-I-X-E-L, P-R-F-K-T, so you can stay in the loop for the upcoming EP to be released in only a few months. Thanks to all the Pixels out there for listening, and enjoy the show. Prepare yourself. Three, two, one. Party Round one. Round two. Discussing video games, comic books, and all other fandoms across the universe. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's episode of Party up thank you so much for tuning in very excited to be doing today's podcast with of course my co-host mr john denadio how are you sir good good i'm uh doing all right excellent excellent of course john is the coo of gamer assault weekly and uh our other co-host joining us today uh miss slumpy cheyenne kelly how are you fuck off <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, you didn't think you didn't think I gave everyone your origin story last week for for no reason? I was gonna. That's your new intro. I'm gonna destroy you this week. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're here again. Uh, last week's show was super awesome. I love doing it with you guys. Uh, we got a bunch of unique listens on iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, Google Play. Uh, we left off last week doing kind of a uh, pre-review of Comic-Con. We talked a little about cosplaying. And this week, we were actually lucky enough to have you guys actually go to Comic-Con. So that's what today's episode is going to be all about. I want to hear about your experiences. I want to hear about what you liked, what you didn't like, uh, what maybe some new cool things were happening at Comic-Con. Um, so we're just going to dive right into it. What did you guys enjoy about this year's con? Cheyenne, why don't you start it off? We had two very different experiences at Comic-Con because, you know, I wasn't as fortunate enough as to have a press pass. Mm, so, yes. uh, <laughs> Not so, all um, of us can be all high and mighty and privileged like Mr. John Donadio. Oh, sure. God. Just waltzing well, around well. like he owned the place. So, I mean, I had a good, I, I had a good time. I, I had a few situations where i wasn't having such a good time mm -hmm. i feel like read pop totally oversold tickets this year i've been to a lot of comic cons in the past and i feel like every year it's just getting more and more crowded and i actually showed up on thursday which is usually a day that's you know very subdued it's like just a lot of you know um 
veterans coming, you know, looking for whatever they're looking for. And when I got there, the line to get in was around the block, like wrapped around the Javits Center, which anyone that's been there knows it's a pretty big building. So, I mean, it was very frustrating. And I I had gotten there, like I always know to get there, you know, after doors open so that you're not waiting on a ridiculous line. So I got there at around 1130, 12 o'clock, I think. And people had been standing on that line for three hours already. Well, what time does Comic-Con normally start? 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. Yeah, doors open at 10. So, I mean, let's let's be honest, guys. I mean, Comic-Con is one of the one of the biggest ones out there. I mean, if it starts at 10, shit, I would have been there at, like, 6. When I was going as not press, I would show up at 6 a.m. and just wait. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, that's I, that's how I would, I would assume that it, I would do because, I mean, you figure – you got to understand, I mean, that's coming from me, a dirty, filthy casual. You know, uh, yeah. I would still be there at 6 o'clock and, and wait it out and grab myself some breakfast and sit down and see what happens. But, I mean, I can assume some of these more, like, hardcore con goers or even some of, like, the cosplayers and stuff that want to get there early and find a good spot to stand and, and do whatever, you know, I'm assuming they're going to be there maybe even the night before. No, I mean, going there for as many years as I've gone, like, of course, I've I've had – you know, a couple of times where I've gone there early and there's really no reason to. I mean, if you get there early, you want to stand online, you want to be the first ones in the door to get online inside to get like the exclusives, then, you know, there's a reason to stand there at six. But if you're just going and, you know, you're kind of just having your regular con experience, I've gone at 11 and you just waltz right in the door. You're not waiting on any lines. This year was much different. Right, right. Actually, you know what? Because we are talking about this, um, we actually did receive a fan email uh, for our podcast today for Party Up um, and kind of uh, a couple of points about what we spoke about last week, a couple of points about, uh, you know, his experience at at Comic-Con this year. Um, We actually got an email from a good listener of ours, Mr. Chris Seely, and Chris got into a couple of a couple of different points. I'm not going to go through the entire email; it is a bit bit lengthy. Um, but one of the points that he had brought up was exactly what you said. I mean, he showed up, and then he was directed to go all the way around the building just to get in and essentially start where you know end up where he originally started to get in. But he had to go through this wild and crazy line go around the entire building to be honest if i would have went i would have automatically been like i want to sell my tickets because i don't want to wait on this line like it's that it, it it had to have been pretty crazy yeah it was it was insane like i mean if you if you look at like you know all the past years like they definitely oversold tickets and i believe i read that they sold 170,000 tickets which is 30,000 more than san diego comic-con Jesus Christ. Wow. That's crazy. That's that's yeah. completely insane. Now, when you guys uh well, I know obviously, you know, it's, you know, apples to oranges. I mean, you can still compare fruit, but you know what I'm saying? Uh when it comes to Cheyenne's experience and John's experience cuz I mean, even as press John, I'm sure you this year just kind of, you know, got your credentials checked and went right in or was it even a process for you to get in? Um well, for press, they had a they had what they called the blue entrance, where it was really just like we walked up. Security said, "Oh, they looked at our badge and were like, oh, 'Oh, you're press.' Uh, we got into well, not too long of a line uh, that sort of like 
Uh, they had to check like our, uh, you know, our bags and, uh, you know, stuff like that. They didn't want us in with any like extra drinks or what I don't know, whatever they whatever they were fucking looking for. Um, and then we just walked in and then that was it. I mean, we were there, we were, we were allowed to enter at nine o'clock though. So we got to sort of walk the floor and, and nice. take a look, nice. you know, what was going on. Yeah. Super early. Um, so that was kind of cool. <laughs> okay. All right. That's pretty cool. Now, as far, I guess, you know, this is more directed towards Cheyenne because, you know, you went in as a, uh, just a, a regular con goer. Um, when you got to the check-in area, the same basic process for you, like, just check your bags, like, Jane, like, how, like, was, was the ticket thing a big issue? What you heard when we talked about last week is the fan verification that you were prompted to do in order to get tickets and all the rules and regulations that were set upon people to get tickets. Like, if you didn't put a fan verification, you couldn't use other people's tickets. I ended up getting Thursday ticket last minute, so... You know, I ordered them online and I would have had to have gone to Will Call to pick up my tickets. So when I got there, I saw that the Will Call line was around the Javits Center. This was the line I was talking about. It was like four hours long. And I had to happen to have been there with my friend, Veronica, who had an extra four day pass in her bag and was like, look, you know, my friend whose ticket this is is not going to be using it till tomorrow. If you want to just use it for today, then use it so you don't have to wait on this line. So I ended up using somebody else's pass, which apparently was against the rules. They let me right in. They barely checked my bag, and I saw other cosplayers going into the building. They weren't even weapon checking. So people were getting in with things that, you know, normally you wouldn't even be allowed to get in the building. So not only were they not verifying anyone or checking IDs, they were just the whole security system was completely lax. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, actually, uh, in in reading Chris's email to us, he actually dives into that as one of his first points as, as to how Comic-Con really wasn't his thing this year. He goes on, he says, uh, although it was a good idea in theory and that it was supposed to stop scalpers from ordering in bulk, it was completely pointless. You could still order up to six tickets, use valid email, etc., etc. Uh, and then he goes on to say... To add on to all of that, the entire identity confirmation was completely irrelevant. Uh, the point that everyone thought of the identification process was to provide some sort of uh, license or just something to prove that you're the rightful owner of the ticket so you can get in. Apparently that wasn't the case. Uh, you would assume that they would ask for something when they scan the passes, Basically, no. You go up, they scan the pass, and in you go. That's it. No identity, con no identity confirmation, no asking for emails, nothing. NYCC actually said in one of their posts that you would not be able to give your pass to someone else if they cannot prove you're not you. And apparently he goes on to say that that basically wasn't the case, uh, just like you said. So not only that, but this whole process was to prevent scalpers from – you know, essentially scalping tickets. Right. So not only did I see scalpers scalping outside, which you see every year, they were just doing it in plain view of the police. They were doing it right in front of the building. I even saw people scalping tickets inside the building, which I've never seen before. Wow. Yeah, I thought that was weird. I, actually, I saw, I saw a scalper uh, right in front of a volunteer worker of uh, Comic-Con. And then we walked past, we started laughing, and then my friend Jordan was like, they don't give a shit. He's like, they're volunteering. What do they care? 
was like, that's a good point. Jesus yeah. Christ. So basically, well, remember how last week I stated that as a casual, this whole identity process kind of felt like it would drive me away? Like, not only do I still stand on that point, but it, let's say I, as a filthy casual, went ahead and got the tickets and still went through the process. If I would have found out that it was for no fucking reason... I would I wouldn't even bother probably going through it for the for next year. So I either get turned off from the process at the start, or I go through this whole bullshit, uh, you know, cheese maze to find out that I didn't I didn't have to do any of it. Like I I would have been really fucking pissed off. All right. So for like so for press we had to do a uh like a an on sort of like an online um pre register like when you know how you get like on a plane. And you can, like, pre-check in? Yes. Okay. It was sort of the same thing. Like, you could pre-check in with your identification. And, but did did regular people have to do that, Cheyenne, or no? no not that I know of. I, I didn't do that. You didn't do that for any of your tickets? No. Well, she was also using okay. somebody else's. So if she had a pre-check-in, she wouldn't have been able to use the tickets. I mean, you have to register your well, ticket, no, like, mean, first. If you could – so, okay. So what happened, basically, is you walk inside – Mm-hmm. And they have these they have these little scanners for your card now for your ticket, and yeah. they have to see if it's a valid ticket as opposed to some of the scalper ones that were fake. Okay. All right, and that's that was the reason that they had the scanner things. That basically is the identification. Someone bought this with a credit card. This is a real thing. This is one of our tickets. Bottom, yeah. bottom, bottom line. That's it, and that's all they that's all they really cared about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so then why why go through the identification like process? Like why you know what I'm saying? Like if New York Comic Con came out and said you wouldn't be able to use the tickets if you can't prove that you are you, why even bother saying that? Like I don't understand. You know they were mean? trying to eliminate scalpers, and <laughs> I feel like they sounds, thought. Yeah, it sounds to me like they it, if anything scalpers doubled. You know what I'm no, saying? Really, like actually, a lot of the people, a lot of the scalpers that I saw walking up. We're actually trying to buy from people so that they yeah. can resell them. Wow. Okay. A lot of them didn't have tickets, and they were asking if people had day passes that they weren't going to use or whatever, and that they would sell them, and they would buy them from those people. Wow. Okay. All so right. Scalpers are like extra just to like you know fucking trying to buy their own, I guess, to sell at Jeez. a higher price. It, that's just insanity, man. That's crazy. Just, just, just getting, just getting into the goddamn place and getting into con seems like such a fucking hassle. But well, let's move on from that. All right. So now both of you are actually in. John, you went in with your press side, and Cheyenne, now you're in the con, enjoying what they have to offer. Uh, you know what, John? Why don't you tell us, as someone who went in as press, uh, what were some of the cool things you got to see? That maybe other people didn't see. Well, well, press has a, a a certain privilege, I guess. Um, one, they have this this giant area for press to just kind of hang out in to sort of get away from a lot of the crowds, um, which was very appreciated because it was kind of a nightmare. Um, but we um, a lot a lot of the thing about going in an hour early was we got to sign up for a lot of things that uh, we didn't really have to wait in line for. Like uh, two, two of my coworkers got to play uh, Final Fantasy XV like right out of the gate. They didn't really have to wait for anything because they oh, were the first sick. in line. That's awesome. Yeah, and then they got a, they got a T-shirt out of that. The, uh, what's his, uh, Square Enix was giving away T-shirts because if you, if you played it. Nice. 
Yeah. Uh, we got into one of the days we got in early just to get in line. We were like the third in line for uh, the Rick and Morty VR, which was really cool and I'm not allowed to talk about. Uh, <laughs> well, I'd actually, if, if anyone follows you on Instagram, there was I saw you guys post up a picture of you in front of it. Thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. We weren't we weren't allowed to like take video of anything or any you know like we didn't really get to talk to anyone because they wanted like the quote unquote fan service. Um, mm. Even though we sort of got a look inside, you know, like as press. But you know, whatever. They just said we can't record, and that was fine. Um, but like everything else is pretty much the same. You're still walking around. Uh, you know, like I didn't do a lot of the panels because I'm not really interested in a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plus, as, like, press, we were there for certain reasons and certain things that we saw were, you know, for the video game thing. Like, we weren't really there uh, for anything else. Right, right, Uh, right. So it was – I think it's still a different – very different uh, experience if you get to go as as press. Right, right. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah, you get a couple different privileges, you know, the experience overall. I mean, like, you know, said if it's overcrowded, you don't get to get stuck in there. And uh, yeah. you get some advanced peeks at things. Um, as far as all the video game stuff that you did go to Comic-Con for, um, anything that anybody that didn't go to con should be looking out for? Anything cool? A lot of a lot of the stuff that people were showing off was a lot of VR stuff, um, which was only to be expected. Right. Um, but the Final Fantasy XV, uh, <laughs> dude, uh, we basically got home and we just pre-ordered it. It's so cool. Yeah. And like it plays so well and it's like I cannot wait for this game to come out now. And I was already excited and now I'm like even more excited. That's awesome. That's sick. So for all you listeners out there that are big Final Fantasy fans, you better get on it cuz uh Mr. John Denadio, Gamer Assault Weekly gives the two thumbs up on that one. So that's yeah, pretty for- cool. That's pretty sick. Uh Cheyenne, I know that you go to Comic-Con probably for uh different things that they offer. Uh, what were you going for, and what did you get to see? Hold on, I'm still setting John on fire in my mind. Whatever. <laughs> um. Jelly, jelly donuts. Ugh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can't wait to see you in person. Um. So <laughs> yeah, I. First of all, when I walked in on Thursday, I was so overwhelmed <laughs> with the amount of things that there were that, like, I was there and I didn't I bought one thing in the seven hours that I was there because I didn't know what to do with myself um I like the new floor that they added uh with all the virtual reality stuff they had a dome with um I don't even know how to explain it they had like you know when you go to the planetarium and they have like the dome yes. theater yes they they actually had a dome mini theater there where you would go in and you would lay on the ground for about 15 minutes, and they, like, played this film with music. It was pretty crazy. It was, was awesome. Cool, actually, yeah, that was actually really cool. Because it was – I wish I was, like, stoned out of my mind for that thing. Cause that I'm pretty was, sure like, they were, like, brainwashing us or something because, like, I walked out of there <laughs> feeling super weird. <laughs> you're going to hear, like, a secret code word, like, strawberry shortcake, and all of a sudden you're going to be a Russian spy. Yeah, like, freight car, you know? Like, uh <laughs> – <laughs> the winter soldier yeah oh my god but yeah it, th- that was pretty cool um they had a lot of uh i'm trying to think like it, it was super overwhelming like I, I didn't even know where to start when i was there and i was happy that i had more than one day because you can't do it all 
in one day. It's impossible. Well, what did you go for? Like initially, what did you go? Like, what were you the most excited to go for? I mean, I was actually there to get dice for Dungeons and Dragons because I needed a set, which I got. I actually got two sets. Um, and I was going for some comics that I really needed, some Funko Pop toys that I actually was able to get. And yep. that's... There was so much Funko stuff there. They, oh, they it was... Them. Yeah, it was everywhere. One of the cool things that I saw, actually, uh, I'm not sure if one of you guys posted it, or... I saw it somewhere on Instagram, uh, but apparently they had Stan Lee exclusive Funko figures, like the Pop vinyl yeah. figures, and he was autographing those. That this. Did you guys get a hand? Any hands on those? No, no absolutely not. <laughs> First of all, with Funko, I don't know if it was with Funko or if it was with Toy Tokyo, but you actually had to get a ticket to stand online to get one of those figures. Yeah. Wow. So it's it was like impossible. Like if I wanted to just go buy a figure, there was no way. Like I had to have already been on a list and got a ticket to stand on the line to go get one. A lot of Comic-Con, think of Comic-Con sort of as like Disney World. There's a lot of standing in line for shit and then realizing that you've only been on the ride for two seconds. Um, that is 100% what Comic-Con is. I mean, you're yeah. you're waiting in line for literally everything. And yeah. you're there's not a lot of payout to it. And it's, yeah. it's a great point, don't get me wrong, but it's it's very hard to like... If someone's just a regular fan of like some little thing in the geeky world, you're better off going to a smaller con. You'll have a lot more fun. Yeah, that's exactly the reason why I don't go to panels. Oh, you don't go yeah. to any of the panels? No, panels because are I, because one, you're standing on a line for like three hours just to get in. Um, if you're not there in the morning, let's say you wanted to see a panel, like let's say there's five pa panels in the day, and you want to see the fourth panel, you have to make sure you get into the first panel and sit through all those other panels because they don't clear out the room when it's done. So you yeah. either get a seat or you don't. And you know what? If you wait a week, it's on YouTube anyway. It's you don't even have to wait a week sometimes. Wow, there's there doesn't seem to be a lot of allure to Comic Con from what I'm hearing. Don't don't get I'm... me wrong, it it is an absolute blast. Um, but it's a money pit. You know what I mean? Like people go to Comic Con to, and it sounds terrible, but they go to spend money. You know what I mean? Yeah, like right. that's what you do. At it's the same thing as Disney. You go to Disney to spend money. You don't go because you like the characters. You don't go to all this other stuff. It's a fucking fan service where you get to hang out, spend money, maybe see a celebrity or two, and that's it. That's what you do. All right. That's it. That's, that's all that, that it's for. If you're a fan of go, you know what I mean? Like, it's worth it. But I don't know. It's it's very it's a hard sell to just for the regular the regular Joe. You know what right, I mean? Right. I mean, that's, that's how I'm taking it right now. Like, everything... You know, between Chris's email and what you guys are saying, even both on the press side and the and you know the casual side of things, I mean, yeah, yeah that's that's really hard to sell me on Comic Con because it, to me it sounds like, yeah, I mean it's it, I I I I understand it's like a once in, like it's a, it's a you know one of those things that you got to go at least once and you go for the experience and you see all these crazy things, but I mean yeah I mean I don't know man like. Unless, listen, man, unless I'm, like, walking out of there with some crazy, like, exclusive something that, like, I'm really all about, I mean, 
I don't know. Like, I mean, it doesn't even have to be exclusive because there's things that I went for that, like, there's people that are just into the hype of getting the exclusive this and the exclusive that. Like, I don't go there for that. I go there to get things that is like maybe a little bit harder for me to get, like elsewhere, or you know, like I love alien action figures and like Godzilla. So when I go there, I ended up coming home with two Funko Pop toys of uh, the alien from Independence Day and the alien from Alien, and I was nice. hyped about that. Sick. You know, cool. any Godzilla stuff? Um, there was tons of Godzilla stuff. Oh my God. I didn't even like, I actually didn't get anything cause there was just too much to choose from. And, you know, I tried to stick with one kind of genre for the weekend and I only had two days there. So I ended up just sticking with aliens. I was also looking for stranger things, but you know, Netflix really has just not, you know, given the rights out for it. And right. the only stuff there was like fan art and maybe some t-shirts, but those sold like in an instant. Wow. So. Yeah, I still haven't. I still haven't caught up to Stranger Things. Oh my god! About the Stranger Things was like there was like every every fucking company has a Stranger Things font T-shirt now, and it, <laughs> I was like everywhere I turned, I was like get the fuck out of here with this shit. Because listen, and the both of you haven't watched it yet, have you? I've watched four episodes. I'm not into it. I haven't watched any, wow. any of it yet. That's you need to watch I just, it. It's I haven't so had good. Time. I have. I. I can't. I, dude, there's, you have to understand. Like between work, family, and the podcast, I literally have no time to. I haven't even had time to play video games, and that's you know that's a big thing for me. Like I, I like to have my time to, to play, and I haven't had any time to do anything. I'm super behind. I'm like one of the lowest levels in my clan in Destiny. Very upsetting, and. It's because I'm busy, and like I, there's so many things that that are coming out. Like, uh, you know, Stranger Things came out. I wanted to catch that. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, was it Luke Cage just came out? Everyone's we're actually watching that. Everybody's yeah, we're watching about it. I still haven't seen any of it. Like, and everyone's just like, oh yeah, I, I, I watched it in you know a day. I watched the whole thing. I'm like, that's good. You know what? Good for you. I'm glad that you can sit in bed till three in the afternoon and watch binge watch (laughs) shit. But I can't do that. I'm a fucking adult, and I have real life shit to take care of. Get the fuck out of my face with your fucking bullshit. But I, I, I can't. I don't know if you can tell or not, but I'm super salty about that. And you know what? Fuck it. I'll wear it on the front of my shirt. I am salty about people who get Listen, to binge watch shit. We don't have that kind of like we don't binge watch the stuff. We have like an hour or two maybe at night, you know, to watch our shows, and we kind of just make it work. So, you know, you could watch like an hour or two at night. I can't binge watch anything. I'm an adult. Like, who has that kind of time? You know what it is? I feel like I feel like the releases of all these like different series are starting to become, I feel, kind of like the population of Comic-Con. There's just so much of it. That it's overwhelming because like, yeah, I mean, now that I think about it, like, I'm just like, man, actually, you know what? There are times where I do sit down with the wife when we watch TV, but we've dedicated those time that time to shows that we're already into. Like we're huge into watching the strain. We haven't missed an episode of it since season one. And that's probably like one of the biggest things that we follow. Uh, American horror story is next on that list. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I, when I, well, I follow these things and then I'm just like, oh man, this came out and then I never get to watch it because I have my time dedicated to another show. So it's just, it's yeah. just really yeah. hard to keep up with what's going on. But we are so saturated with this kind of shit nowadays that like, it's hard to keep up. You know what I mean? Like when 
I wish I had the time to sit down and, and watch all the amazing crap that's out there. Yeah. But yeah. also yeah. at the same point, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm fucking old. <laughs> I watch the shit that I watch and I, and I don't care about anything else. You know right. what I mean? Like right. it's very yeah. hard to sell me on something. And yeah. stranger things was the same way for me. Like I watched, you know, a whole bunch of episodes and I went, okay, this is good, but I don't connect to any of these characters. I don't care anymore. I don't give a shit. I know that people like it, and I might be the minority in it, and that's okay with me. I I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, oh, I get you, you man. I get you. Stole the old bastard. Yeah. No, both, no, both of us. Fuck off. It's not even that. It's <laughs> salty because I can sit here and watch it. You know what I mean? Like it's not like that bad of a you know of a time waster or anything. I just look the cinematography fantastic. The 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 music is amazing. The actors for little kids especially are fantastic. But I I didn't connect to anybody in that show, so I don't care anymore. You know what? You know? you know what, guys? You know what? Now that you bring up that point of connecting with characters, I gotta ask: When both of you were at Comic Con, did you guys manage to see any really cool cosplays? Oh yeah, I oh, saw yeah, a lot of them. There were a ton. And, but it was uh, very dis- I was very distracted by the uh, by the sixty two Harley Quinns I saw on Sunday because it, <laughs> my my son actually started making it a game like he would be like mom that's number 45 yeah we uh one of the dudes with us uh jordan um he on i think it was on friday or thursday or friday alone he got up to like 45 but i think we were just sort of like tired at that point now are we are we talking like are we talking like OG Harley Quinn? Or are no, we talking about Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad? Oh, God. Suicide Squad. Uh, punch it. me in the fucking sack. Holy crap. We counted all the Harley Quinns. Um, and here's, but here's the problem. You know, you know what it really is? Like, and this is not against your son because he's too young to whatever. But the older people, like, shut your fucking mouth. You know what I mean? Like, these people, either they're going in because they like the character or whatever. Like, who are we to sit there and fucking judge these people whatever you know what I mean like oh having... no john i totally john. understand because what? it's we, like... fucking out there <laughs> we 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 are john? here we are here to judge these fucking people <laughs> this is this is what this is about like somebody needs to hug you right now man you need a hug yeah man no because i you know look he's wearing a fisherman's what, outfit no. right now <laughs> he's cosplaying as the gordon's fisherman shut your mouth <laughs> I'm just, shut, I'm just shut your mouth. Shut your fucking mouth. Shut your fucking mouth. You sound really I'm, stupid I'm, right now. Okay, there I said it. Listen, regardless of what happened, I'm gonna go to Comic Con next year. I'm not gonna get a four day pass because one of my dickhead friends decided to have their wedding during Comic Con weekend. But you know. Ew, really? Yeah. Hey, is it Derek? Shit. Yep. <laughs> you know what? Honestly. Fuck it. I'd, I'd much rather go through the process of a wedding than go through the process of Comic Con any day. From what from what I'm hearing, but um... actually, so would I. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Again, and I had the and I had the easy version of it. Oh God. <laughs> so I'm going with John next year. I don't so, care. Uh, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, I don't need you at my wedding anyway. Um. <laughs> anyway, so all right. Wait a so, minute. What what was the coolest? Shut up, Cheyenne. Um, what <laughs> what uh what was the coolest cosplay that either one of you saw? Like, was there one like a couple that really stood out? Like, what what did you see? To me, the the best one that was there, and I can honestly say this: somebody dressed up as Reinhardt from Overwatch. 
And it was a Oh, full... you saw him? Oh, my God. Okay, he but was... first of all, you, yeah, you can't... No, you can't count him because obviously that was, like, the best. But he was the best, like, last year and the year before that because he doesn't do his costume himself. He has a team of people that do it. Oh, really? So Yeah, so it's not like... He's not, like, a single cosplayer. I mean, he's oh. he's dope. Don't get me wrong. That, that was, like, literally... Like, that was legit. I mean, he was on stilts. He put this thing together. It took him, like... It's a, it's a, it makes like, a, like, like over a month. Like Reinhardt. I mean, he's a, it's a huge fucking costume that has, like, all the armor, the giant hammer, the fucking, uh, you know, like, rocket packer, you know, rocket pack in the back. Uh, it was it was incredible. But so the wait, fact that yeah, it has a whole he was good. Now, I have less to say about him now. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Who is this guy that he has a team of people to, co- like, it's a team cosplay? Right? Who is he actually, team? there's actually, if you go on Facebook or BuzzFeed, there's actually a BuzzFeed video of him and, like, him and explaining who he is and everything like that so i mean he he was a good it was a good cosplay but he's i guess like that's what he does for a living or something like that so it, i would you know, fucking imagine so like, he must have like red bull yeah. sponsorships and shit like that to have a team of people yeah. he's like a nascar I racer mean, yeah, right? i <laughs> i took a bunch of pictures of different cosplayers i saw this couple cosplay as um uh louie and the girl from uh interview with a vampire Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. was cool. It was they looked so much like them. It was so sick. Like and they stayed in character and All right. Well, so you guys saw a couple cool cosplayers. Um actually, it's really funny cuz uh in the email that Chris sent us, I want to go back to to what I'm seeing here. Wait, wait. wait. I, okay, wait. So cuz I didn't hear anything Cheyenne was just talking about, but Oh, I was talking about how there was a couple at Comic-Con that was dressed as Lewis, who I think was Brad Pitt, and the little girl played by Kristen Dunst uh, in Interview with a Vampire, and they were so sick. I mean, they they looked like them, their costumes were, like, pretty on point, and they stayed in character, and it was great. uh, There was a couple, there were a lot of fun ones that I saw, like, couple-wise. I mean, you have the family ones that, like, were Bob's Burgers, which was really cool. Yeah, those were Um, great. um, A lot of them were really good, too. Um, You had, uh, I saw someone that was, uh, they were Lana and Archer. Um, There was one that was, like, cracked me up. We we saw them in the beginning of, I want to say, Saturday. Now, Saturday is the craziest day. If if you're at Comic-Con or you want to go, don't go on a Saturday because it's a nightmare. So these people were walking around in a dual- ATAT cosplay, um, oh, man. and it's the most ridiculous thing. And they and now now they're very close together. It's like those two people in a in a horse costume kind of thing, you know. Like, but they're in an ATAT, and it was hysterical. But they we were like, <laughs> it was ten in the morning when we saw them, and we were like, all right, what's the over under on these people not making it past twelve o'clock? <laughs> oh, it and, sucked. I I had something on on Thursday, and I made it. 10 minutes into the convention and I had yeah. to take it off. I couldn't. Well, the best part was we saw them later at like 2.30 and they were still in it and I was just like, holy shit. I stopped them actually. I was like, you guys committed. That was awesome. Wow. And then I saw a good uh, a good monarch from the uh, from the uh, Venture Brothers. Alright, so uh, a lot of interesting going things going on as far as cosplayers go. Um... How do you guys feel about the people that were not necessarily cosplayers but going just in regular costumes? That doesn't bother me so much. Yeah, I don't really care. I mean, they were having a good time. You know, 
it's, you know, it is what it is. It's like they were having fun and people were pretty respectful. And, you know, what I saw, because this was my son's second convention and the first time he was just kind of like getting used to the whole feel. And he went in costume this year and he, I don't even know what happened to him. He turned into like another human. He was like, "Uh, mom, can you uh, get a picture of me and this guy? And I'm like, "Uh, okay. So all of a sudden I was the cameraman, but these people were just like, yeah, kid, come take a picture. And they were like role playing with him. And it was pretty cool. So nice. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Cool. That's pretty awesome. Um, it's uh, it seems as though there might be a different story from other people. Like I said, you know, I'm looking at the email that we got from Mr. Chris Seeley, and it looks like he had a bit of an issue with uh, too many people showing up in regular costume, and not, you know, not he didn't have any problems with the cosplayers, but he goes on to kind of say he's like. Uh, the apparently the people who like to get dressed up to get attention only to get annoyed because either they are not getting the attention or they're not getting too much attention are one of the most frustrating parts of New York Comic Con. If you want to dress up, expect people to take pictures of you if you look cool. If your costume sucks, don't get upset because no one wants to take a picture of a half-assed rainbow bright outfit. So, did you guys happen to experience anything where people may have been, like, rude to people because they were dressed and they were getting annoyed? Or people that might have been getting upset, like, saying, you know, what the hell, I got dressed up and nobody wants to take a fucking picture with me. I mean, I've kind of, I kind of did see a, a little bit of that. For the most part, the people that I was like, can I get your picture? They were, you know, really excited and gracious about it and polite. Uh but I did see one or two people that like did not want to have their picture taken. It's like, dude, you're at Comic-Con and you're in a costume. You're obviously doing it because you want the attention and people are going to ask you for your, you know, for your picture and deal with it, you know, yeah. or don't come in costume at all. I, I only saw it once where somebody kind of huffed at somebody. Um, but yeah, it's the same feeling. Like don't come in costume if you don't want to take a picture with people. Like, and to be honest, I think when people do it, okay. So, my my experience with this is I when I, f- I first started cosplaying kind of, you know, like when I was younger and I don't do it anymore because it is sort of a pain in the ass. Um, I got to a point where like after you know, I was just trying to walk around, I was me and my brother went as Mario and Luigi. We did like our whole costume. We we dyed these like hats like red and green. And like, I mean, we really like spent time and, you know, put like, we, we, we sewed these giant yellow buttons on. I mean, we, we went crazy. We dyed, um, we painted our gloves so that we had like these big hands with the, uh, you know, with the, the black lines and shit. We had a good time doing it, but after 37 pictures, when I'm trying to like look around and buy shit, it was super annoying. And I don't think a lot of people know that going in. So, I mean, if you do it constantly, you're sort of like, yeah, okay, great. This is fun. Whatever. You're used to it and you like doing it. But if you're one of those like first timers that just spend some time on their costume and people finally want to take pictures with you, you don't realize how fucking annoying it is. (laughs) So like, and I think that's sort of like, you know, I think that's where some people get at some point, you know, like they have a one day pass. They want to walk around and see shit, forget that they're in fucking costume because they're at Comic-Con and everybody wants to take their goddamn picture. So like, they just sort of huff at some point, you know what I mean? Like, just leave me the fuck alone. Right, yeah, no, I can, I can only assume that it gets overwhelming, especially if you have that many fucking people in one space, and yeah. you just happen to be dressed up as a more popular figure, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably going to get pretty frustrating. I probably, I mean, 
I don't know. I, I wouldn't have the patience to do it. I, pro- I, I If I were to ever go to Comic-Con, I probably would not dress up. I'd probably, like, just go in the most plain clothes as possible. Well, that's why I have a rule. I, I For the past couple of years, I have a four-day pass. I go two days dressed up and two days not dressed up. Yeah. But, you know, like John said, if this is, like, a first-timer and they don't realize, like, oh, my God, because it does get annoying, you know? Like, I wasn't dressed up, but... but I had to take my son was just like get a picture of me and this guy. I'm like Vin, enough, you know. Yeah, no, I, I get it. For a lot of people, it becomes intoxicating. You know, it's like they're sort of like little, little, you know, famous thing, even though it's not really them. You know, whatever. It's it's great. It's fun. I know a lot of people that put a lot of effort into it and they do a great job. But um, I don't know. But even the people that don't like, it's still funny to see like people show up and, like in a Waldo costume. That's just a literal <laughs> shirt, fucking, you know, and you follow them around and you just annoy the shit out of them and just be like, found him. I found him. He's over here. Listen, I went, I went dressed up as Pikachu and I had not even made it in the building and I was walking past that line and I had people like really horrible pickup lines from dudes like Pikachu, I choose you or people throwing stuff at me. Like, you know, I'm like, nope, I'm done. Hey, baby, yeah. getting my balls. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> I heard some, I, I heard some really terrible lines, and I was like, "That's it, I'm done." Would you like to master my balls? All right, enough with you. Hey, I have some great balls. Would you like to <laughs> be inside? I knew my I should have brought balls. this up. <laughs> you guys are so fucking immature. <laughs> of, course. of course, hell yeah, that's the point. All right, so oh, what man. I want to get into is the the last part of the email we received. I want to get your guys' uh, feedback on this. Um, Chris closes out his email uh, about Comic-Con with this paragraph, and uh, I'll see how you guys uh, think about it. I'm quoting, There are a lot more things that bothered me about this year, such as security either not doing their jobs correctly the grossly overpriced vendors and the vendors that are way too aggressive to quote-unquote check out their product. But I know I'm running out of time, so I'll stop here. In the end, here's a main point about New York Comic Con. Every single aisle on the showroom was packed with disgusting, horribly B.O.'d cretins, except three (laughs) aisles, which were pretty barren, the ones trying to sell their own comic books. How much, oh my how god much, how much truth is behind that last statement because he gets first of all the, the smell wanna... the smell like if if you know anything about cons or nerdy like you know festivals like that's just a smell you're gonna have to get used to buddy you probably smell like that yourself and don't realize it don't even realize it the wor- here, here's the problem i will give him a, a a a thumbs up on that one comment because for some reason this year they they had they had like three or four like popcorn areas on the main floor so it, it mixed it it really just smelled like somebody was rolling around in popcorn grossest <laughs> like I was actually walking around with John when he was like what the hell is that smell and I was like John yeah. there's a popcorn stand right there he's like yeah. holy shit I thought somebody shit popcorn yeah exactly like it it smells because it because it mixes with the sweat and nasty shit that like everyone is going through there because I mean, you're in a crowded area. There's a ton of people. The body heat is through the roof and people are starting to, to, to give off some smells. It happens. But <laughs> when you mix that with popcorn, it smells like they might as well have just thrown popcorn all over the floor and we all just rolled in it for an hour. 
and then the, and then some you know and then someone threw a, like a horse in the mix somewhere was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh it, my god it, so i'll give him that but the rest of the shit that he says uh, i don't know I, look the the over in your face vendors when when you have a product that you like and believe in and love, you're gonna try and get it out there. There were a lot of comic book people that had a really like crazy shtick that they like were talking about. We we ran into this one guy who had this comic book about a geologist who was threatened by rocks that they were gonna take over the world or some shit. I don't know. It was ridiculous, but it was it was his pitch was funny, you know. Like I had to give it to the guy. Like I didn't buy his stuff, but like somebody might have. You know what I mean? Like his pitch was good. So. I, you're good. There's a lot of vendors. There's a lot of things. A lot of people with personal projects that they want to get out there. And I, look, I give them. I give them power because those booths aren't cheap either. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I can only imagine getting one of the, the rent on one of those things it must be astronomical. Jesus. Yeah. The the to to get a booth, it's expensive. Like we've even looked at it through um, Gamer Assault Weekly when we realized that we would just have a booth doing nothing because we don't have anything to like. We have a shop, but like we use it through like cafe press or something like that. Right. Uh, so we'd have to buy all the stuff and then hope that it gets there in time and then Resell set up it. a booth. Yeah. And then hope that people buy it. Otherwise we got, you know, a shit ton of stuff sitting there, which is probably what a lot of people do by it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What about his last, his last st- uh, statement here is that uh, the only places that were barren were the comic book areas. Now, how do you go to Comic-Con and have the comic book areas not be populated? Here, here's the thing with this also is that this is a yes and a no. Yes, there was, there was a section of the comic book area where they designate comic books uh, that was mostly barren without people walking around. However, these are also the vintage comic books, the comic books from the 60s and the 70s and the 80s that people no longer are looking for or buying. These are the old school collector people that go back there in the last couple of aisles to look for shit that they've been looking for for years from comic books we've never heard of. Those are the ones that are back there that are completely empty. Now, if you go up a little further and you go to the Midtown Comics booth, good luck fucking walking around there because there's a line all the way around the booth and you're not allowed in to buy comics until some people leave. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I actually so, got trapped in there, so. Yeah. It's a so, trap. So yes, so yes. It's a trap. It's a trap. Uh, so yes, yes and no to that. You know what I mean? Like, right. He, I think he's shitting on the wrong thing because maybe he didn't realize what comic what comic books they're selling. I don't know, man. Between uh, between everything you guys are saying about Comic Con and the email, uh, I don't know, man. It sounds like this year maybe maybe Comic Con kind of dropped the ball. I don't know. I, I don't think so. I look. It's it's a great time for those that love it. Um, if you're a filthy casual, it might be a little overwhelming. I mean, that's uh, that's how I'm feeling as a filthy casual. Shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's plenty of things that we could say about it that kind of sucked, and you know they probably could have done better. But it's not going to deter me from going next year or the year after. You know. Once a fan, always a fan, kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you know, when you've been going for years, you know what to expect. You know, I know it's going to smell like crap. I know it's going to be crowded. I know that 
you know, I'm going to be waiting on lines for things. I, I can't complain about these things because it's been happening year after year. So when you go and you're anticipating this, I think that the only people that complain are people that have like just been going for the first time or it, they went last year for the first time and this year it was a little bit crazier. But it's like when you're a diehard fan and you wait all year for this kind of madness, then you're not going to really, you know, complain too much about it because this is what you wanted. Yeah, um, and I know like, the email that this kid sent that he's like, Oh, I've been going for a while and blah, blah, blah. And I think that's really terrible. Um, you can't, you can't shit on new fans. If you like, and I've, I've seen this with like something like the new star Wars. All right. Uh, the new star Wars, which I loved. And I think it's a great movie. Um, there, there are issues with it, but it's a great movie. If you became a fan watching that movie for, for star Wars, then you are now a fan. It doesn't matter if you didn't like the old ones or the prequels or whatever. You're still a fan. I'm a huge fan of Star Wars, and I fucking hate the prequels. Right. And that will never change. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I love the original trilogy, and I love this new movie, and I think the next six Star Wars movies are going to be great. And I can't wait for them. But, I, but I, I will never shit on a fan who came to the show a little late, you know, and, like, started watching Star Wars literally with The Force Awakens. And loves it now. That's fine with me. You like Ray? You like Finn? You know, awesome, fantastic. You like old Han Solo? Great. Wait till you see him when he was a young dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like don't shit on a new fan just because oh I've been doing this forever. Because then you sound like an indie kid. Then you sound like a hipster. And fuck you. Well, I mean, to to defend Chris because he, he, like I said, he's a good time listener. He's actually a friend of mine. He does have some valid points, which you guys did agree on the the ticket oh, yeah. issue, the whole identity thing. Um, you know, getting stuck, having to be waiting around, like the around the whole building. Um, you know, what I'm saying like he he had a, a, lot, a lot of technical things about the con that I seem that you guys seem to agree on but I, I can see that like you know there's some personal differences in a lot of the experiences that you guys everybody had at Comic-Con but I mean a, as a whole as a whole how would you summarize looking at all the points brought up with the bad side of Comic-Con this year and all of of course the good things that Comic-Con normally brings if you were to rate this year's Comic Con from on an on an A to F scale, let's do an A and F scale. What would you have given the grade for Comic Con this year, uh, given all everything that we discussed today? Shan, I'll let you go first on this. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Do, I, do, do you need a tissue for your bloody nose? No. Like, are you okay? My brain, my brain just stopped working all together. I think I got con crud while I was at con. Well, Ask uh, anybody get, that's been like, there. What is what is con crud? Did you get the plague? The it's like the plague. Uh, it's just from like a massive amount of people together. Like if you go on Instagram and you hashtag con crud, you'll just see it's just a bunch of people like that are sick now and have like a fever and all this other stuff. Oh like, yeah, because totally you're trapped with it. thousands of people in a fucking building for four days and hours at a time. Like I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if someone contracts some type of sexually transmitted disease somehow. <laughs> Like well, on each other. We, call it, we call it the con plague. It's like you're you're just you just get sick. You know what I mean? Every just, year, like, every fucking year. My my uh, my system must be up to date because I never get sick of cons. Knock on wood. But like, I never get sick of cons ever. 
I really can't be getting sick right now because I actually have a convention in three days. Listen, a, a fucking moth in Saudi Arabia will fucking sneeze and Cheyenne will get sick. Like it's, that's not true. It is fucking that's not true. true at that's, all. that's why you have the name Slumpy. But anyway, going back to my original question, A to F scale. I'm gonna stab him. <laughs> a to F scale, Cheyenne. What do you give Comic Con this year? Uh, I give it like a. Seven. That's uh, from, what? Uh, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 John, hold on, hold on. So from an A to from an A to F scale, you give it a seven. Okay. Uh, good, good job, Cheyenne. Um, wait, from a what? From an A, a to, to F. F scale. A oh, I thought you said to, F scale. to an eight. I thought you said to an eight. From an A to an F. Uh, from, okay. I don't know. From an eight to an F, you give it a seven. I guess that makes more sense. No, I thought you meant out of an eight scale. I have the con crud. My brain is mush right now. Um, I don't so, know. So a I C? give it. I give it like no. Nah, I give it like a B. So like an from a one to ten, that's like an eight. Yeah. Okay, so a B rating from A to F, an eight from a one to ten. John, from an A to like F scale. Like- from an A to F scale. What do you give Comic-Con this year? He gives um, it an A because he got to walk around with a fucking press pass. I, well, my <laughs> my experience was a little different than most people. Um, I didn't have to deal with a lot of the bullshit that most people deal with. Um, so at a, at a press, as a press person, um, it's probably about an A-. minus. Uh, obviously, there's, you know, some things that were, you know, whatever, like – you can't, there's always something to complain about, but when it comes down to it, I got to see a lot of the things that I wanted to see. There were a lot of cool video game things. The cosplay was on point. A lot of good looking people, both male and female walking around. Um, I mean, it, nothing's an eyesore there. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot, a lot of fun stuff to do. Um, there was uh, a lot of celebrities. There was a lot of artists that I got stuff from, like just a lot of fun. So for me, I mean, I'm, interviews and shit like that, like, again, like, as a press person, you, you get a very different view of Comic-Con or, or any con, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, so for me, it was a, an A-. minus, Good, solid A-. minus. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just – I'm thinking about how everyone's been talking about the smell at Comic-Con. And for some <laughs> reason, the only thing I can keep thinking of – is if you were to take the smell and turn it into a taste, it would be kind of like if you had the Harry Potter jelly beans and you accidentally got the popcorn and rotten egg ones and just mixed them in your mouth. Like that's uh, kinda... yeah, that's not that's not inaccurate. That's exactly <laughs> about it's about ninety five percent accurate. <laughs> Throw in the smell of like an open Red Bull can that's been sitting there for some time. <laughs> and you nailed it. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, all right. So, uh, despite all the bullshit and all the negative points brought up, both from you guys and from other con goers and from Chris and his email, uh, still a pretty high-rated Comic-Con, A-, A minus to the B to uh, in the A to F scale. Um, as a A to F, Cheyenne, A as an apple, F as in fuck you. 
Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, as as a casual, I have to say, yes, it does seem like a super, super overwhelming process. Definitely an overwhelming event. Uh, but I guess it just comes down to the, well, even despite all of that, like, yeah, I mean, I've never been to a Comic-Con, and I would love to go to one. Next year might be the year. I don't know, because, yeah, like I said, we're idiots, and we planned our wedding around the same weekend. But um, we'll see. Ruining it for everyone. (laughs) I mean, we'll see. There's definitely definitely room in my mind that, you know, that that I want to still go. Did you guys book the venue yet? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're kind of locked in the date, but we'll see what happens. Um, you know, if not next year, maybe the year after, you know what I'm saying? Like, I still, you know, like I said, as a filthy casual, uh, dirty, dirty, filthy casual that I am, uh, I would I would still like to go, maybe check it out and see. Um, I definitely would take, you know, for any of the listeners out there that may not have gone to Comic-Con this year or may not go to comic-con very often or any of the bigger cons in general um you know i guess don't go next year this is (laughs) no cheyenne (laughs) go home nobody wants you here no 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 come on don't don't uh what is that fucking show um i forgot the show fucking shame shame don't fucking don't shame them don't shame them don't nerd shame yeah, no you mean nerd, no nerd Game shaming. of Thrones? Yeah, whatever. I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. Oh god, I hate you people. <laughs> Everyone listening is just like, "Wow, god." First, I only like the books. I don't watch the show. Yeah, I don't have Ugh. a the, I don't have a big enough attention span for books and uh I don't I don't I don't like jumping on hype trains and Game of Thrones got so much hype that I was just like, "I I don't care." All Doesn't right. Well, anything. he won't be watching uh Stranger Things then. Hype train. Uh, <laughs> I'm leaving. Oh, I'm, le- I'm leaving this conversation now. Whatever. We don't fucking want you here anyway. You and your slumpiness. But all right. Uh, I guess uh, let's let's just wrap it up. I think we got enough coverage from Comic Con. I want to thank you guys so much for all the information you shared. I do want to go ahead and say thank you to Chris for sending in your email. Um, you know, it definitely helped us pinpoint, uh, you know, a lot of things that were going on at Comic-Con. I'm sorry that my co-host kind of shit on you, but that's kind of what happens when you go on a public forum with your stuff. We didn't really shit on him a lot. It was just the no. little thing. <laughs> it's all right. You know, it, it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely would like to go to Comic-Con once, one time for any of the listeners out there. I hope that you got a bit of information as far as what to expect when going to a con in general. Um, and I think this week was uh, pretty informative. So, um, again, you know, thank you guys for uh, sharing your experiences experiences with us this week. Um, for anyone out there that may want to go ahead and maybe share their own stories from Comic-Con, uh, maybe you have a point or two to bring up as far as anything we discussed today, or if you have maybe any topics you want us to talk about in general, make sure you email us at thebigmoshpodcast at gmail.com. Of course, you can always follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at Big Mosh Podcast. 
And uh, like I always say, if you like what you hear, please become a direct supporter of the show. You can visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash podcast, uh, where you can become a supporter for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, and uh, John, how can the people stay in touch with you and with what you do with Gamer Assault and uh, Stream.me? All right, so Gamer Assault is on GamerAssaultWeekly.com, all spelled out, nothing funky. Um, stream.me is the stream.me, uh, and there's a blog uh, button at the top left-hand corner, I believe. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SomeBeardyToLove with the number two, and uh, that's same as Instagram, and that's pretty much it. Cheyenne, how can the people get in touch with you if they want to throw some slumpy comments your way? You can follow me on Instagram at xdragonshyx, shy with an X. And uh, I'll be back next week with some information about Rock and Shock and my second bout of con crud, con crud or whatever, con plague. Con plague. <laughs> con plague. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the con plague, whatever. As long as you guys don't fucking spread that my way, then uh, I'm coming over. No, you're not. No, I know what. I'm just gonna leave that. Com- <laughs> I'm gonna leave that comment alone. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Thank you guys for taking a listen. And make sure that you catch our wrestling podcast coming up tomorrow. Your weekly squash match with co-host Petey Pounds, John Alonzo, and Mr. Patty Swanko. Tune in because I'm. I uh, believe that uh, Patrick will be joining us this week. And I will continue the burial of his podcasting career. So tune in. It's going to be a fun one. And thank everybody for listening. I'll catch you guys next week. Have a good one. Game over. Game over. Game over.